This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, only in New York. to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. And I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. Our guest today lives in Queens, New York. She's a comic, writer, and an expert on what not to do when you're dating. She has a popular show with comedian Claire Burns called No Such Thing as Love. The dynamic pair were noticed by Coles, and they were hired to do what we consider the most delightful, never-to-be-missed commercials. Recently, one of 100 creators from around the world selected in YouTube's Women in Comedy production program. She has been featured in Time, The Huffington Post, Cosmo, Funny or Die, Above Average, Elite Daily, IndieWire, and more. You can also catch her in the Bravo Digital series Guide 2, MTV News After Hours, Elite Daily's Generation Y. She has a fantastic new podcast called Middle Children with Chris Burns that you must subscribe to now. She is the hottest insecure person you know. She loves you. She means it. Welcome, Jesse Jollis. Wow. Thank, that was really quite a treat. You- I would feel like my career was really soaring if we weren't in quarantine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't well, believe we have someone. Yeah, I can't even that's believe we have someone not. with that many credits on our podcast. Can you believe it? No. And a lot of the, I was like, I need to update my bio <laughs> is what I <laughs> realized. But also, that's fine. Because like, what a treat. You well, know? you are our dating guru. And um, we do hear a lot of like, hey, this sucks in dating from you. And then we know how to sidestep that. And I do have to say, like, this is a podcast about New York. So we're going to talk about dating in New York. And Mm. it's it's I grew up here. And, you know, as a preteen, you're like, I can't wait until I date. And I saw it on TV. The guy comes to your house, even though that's like antiquated and sort of like misogynist somebody should come over to my house and like say hello pick me up not honk Mm -hmm. no to come to the door knock like not asshole and then we go to like a dinner we go to a movie we play bowling whatever that is nothing like what my quote dating life has been my dating life has been i'm hanging out with a bunch of people you're looking at me longer than the other people oops we kissed i think we just had (gasps) sex are we going to have Looking sex? Looking at me longer. Yeah. I love that. That's like exactly what it is. Yeah, and then it's you're like. You're in a group of people. It's like. And you're like, why is he looking at me extra long? And if you're interested, <laughs> you look at him a little longer. All of a sudden, your your faces are meshed together. Your friends know to leave. And then if after you have sex for the first time, both of you want to look at each other in the face again, I think <laughs> you're dating question mark. But also, you probably dated someone in the circle because you're just hanging out with groups and groups of people. And it's sort of like mm. you jump from frat to frat. Unfortunately, that sounds gross to say. And as I'm talking to you about my dating life, I'm like, did I date? Did anyone cut like one time somebody Hamda, came to you crowdsource, you crowdfund <laughs> your dating like this is a New York way of dating for sure. But also it's a unique to Hemda because Hemda wants to like, you know, test the waters within different friend groups. She's like, 
hmm, the Rastafarians have this. <laughs> hmm, the freak shows have this. Yeah. Hmm, those dudes over there got this. This this well, theater group has this. I'm very so you ec- just sample. I'm very eclectic. As like, yeah, absolutely. No. It, <laughs> well, because I I never understood like people like dating people who look like them like ethnicity or whatever and i'm like well Mm. i have two brothers and i don't want to date anyone that looks like them that's not like a fetish that i have so it's just like oh what's this dude up to you know I uh, yeah. I hung out a lot in schoolyards. I think that was the Queens thing where we just like hung out on the handball courts. And then, you know, whoever you went to go take a walk with, I guess, was your boyfriend that night. Is yeah. that? Wow. This is... See, I remember are the last uh, maybe the last or the episode before I was discussing my first date in New York City and my first date ever, which uh, was at Coney Island. Oh, uh, what where a nice I dry humped into the sand and vomited multiple times. Oh, so it's like what a dream. I think the common thread in all of our dating experiences are just like you meet someone and you're like, let's see what happens. Like it's not, yeah. it's, it's so fast and loose compared to other places. It's like, sure. it's like you, you want to, it's like you want to cook, but you have like all these recipes, but you have crazy ingredients. So you just go, I put all this in a pan. And like a vertical I... potato, you know, just like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, where um, did you I grew up in... from? Virginia. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> I'm a Southern Belle. Thank you. It was Northern Virginia, but I still am a Southern Belle. And um, I mean, I didn't date at all in high school because I was recovering from being just a rough, rough times and mm-hmm. a lot of bullying. And I just hated myself. So wait, so you were a teenage girl that hated yourself. I know it's very mm-hmm. original and unique, no. but let me explain <laughs> there. I just there were a lot of I there was a time I had trichotillomania which is uh, an OCD where you pull your hair out Mm -hmm. so I pulled all my hair out in fifth grade and was chubby and I you know saw what looked like tub of the hut and sort of just said like that's okay you're gonna have a personality so like I just took dating off the table because I was like that's not in the cards and that's okay um and then in high school you know the way they show it on tv i was like the good news is i'm like a little shy and like standoffish but like a guy will like beat my door down when he's right. really interested and turns out a lot of them when i was like no thank you were like all right next <laughs> and so i just didn't date a soul in high school not a Me one either i didn't date yeah. a soul in high school either well, i yeah. was also like i went to an all-girls school till oh, well, 10th grade <laughs> And once I was socialized with the men, I was just like, I mean, listen, on the one hand, I'm forever grateful for being raised in a compound of women because it allowed me to be like exactly who I am and and not be like embarrassed about my interests. Like, I think there's something really um, great about that. But Mm. on the other hand, you don't know how to speak to the opposite sex. So by the time I went to a co-ed school, I was like wearing all one tone jumpsuits and being like, do you want to see this medieval card set I made? And they were all like, who is this freak? <laughs> you could definitely and, attract and just, a certain kind of guy with that. That is a very specific kind of guy. I don't true. say no one. It's just a very specific group. Yeah. I mean, I've dated multiple men who, who uh, identify as wizards. So mm-hmm. I like, that's <laughs> just kind of like how it's happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Was yeah. it magical? 
uh, in like a sort of <laughs> horror movie kind of way. Yeah. You know? The black magic. Excite. Yes. Exactly. Dark magic. Well, in, black the, magic. in the same way that God is magical, the devil is magical also. So it's all mm. a bunch of spells and, and whistles. Yeah. yeah. Just underlying psychological problems right. just every which way. Which apparently, so you if you want to, you know, as eclectic as I am, I love the addicts. So it's, yeah. you know, trying to break that pattern, you know, first you got to recognize it. So I think I'm with my first non-addict now. And I, Boring. And I know. And we're both like <sighs> looking at each other like, what's up your sleeve? And it's like, no, I'm not that one. I think we were supposed to, you know, be with people who are fucked up. And now we have to like understand that this is okay. Oh, you're two fixers? Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Are you both accusing each other of using? <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're using and it's like what what am I what am I using? But it's funny I, because we have those conversations over a smoke of marijuana, but I mean, is that a real thing? Not no. Really. Not at all. I actually uh, would like to share with you guys that I had a very different experience in high school. I actually peaked in high school and I am wow. now living my high school like the the life that you guys lived in high school, I am now living. Uh, as a 36-year-old. Sure. So now I am getting bullied. I uh, no one likes me. <laughs> And that's what I'm living right now. Uh, no, I did. I got bullied, though, in high school. I definitely got bullied. And I think that it's probably. Who didn't? Yeah, it's it's kind of a thing. Yeah. And I don't think that I realized how traumatic it was until um, I had a lot of free time to do therapy, um, mm. a.k.a. the quarantine. Mm. So, oh, this is recent? This discovery? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like, because I just thought it was a thing. Like, that's how you grow up, right? Everyone just hates you, and everyone's super mean to you, and everyone just, like, breaks the windows in your car, right? No? No? Did is people that... break the windows in your car, Tracy? Um, okay, And so... that was peaking? Well, I will tell you this. So I uh, I grew up in a, a rough area of Queens, and by rough, I mean uh, trashy Italians. Mm -hmm. So not rough at all, just disgusting. And uh, <laughs> so one of my, uh, this guy uh, specifically, he used to just like throw things at me and like kind of like harass me in the streets where I, you know, I went to the police, I went to his family, like no one could really help me. They were like, yeah, you know. This is how this just how he you're is. a woman, so I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, what? so you get hit in the head with a bottle sometimes when you're just hanging out with your friends. Like you know, Tracy, you need a thicker skin to <laughs> also to be that's, alive. That's just domestic shit. And uh, when you think about it, did you fuck up the sauce? Because if you did, mm. well, see, yeah. the thing is, like, we never dated, so that's why it was confusing. Because like you know, if I had, how did you meet this person? Just like I'm sorry, just like I'm in the need same rewind. in the same. He's Italian. I mean, they we're all in the same group. You know, it's he was there. Mm. And I recently saw him randomly on a podcast because he just got out of prison. <laughs> um, that checks out. Yeah. And uh, so blah, blah, blah. Mafia prison. Um, and I, I I confronted him. I confronted him and I messaged him and I was like, hey, remember <laughs> when you were the worst? Remember when you saw my car at the park that I bought for myself because it's all I could afford and you smashed it up and you kicked it because you said you hated me? <gasps> and he's like, oh, man, I did a lot of shitty things when I was younger. And it's like, I'm just so glad you spent all that time in jail, and I can't wait until you go back to jail. Oh, did my God. Did he even that? say sorry? You're ballsy. Yeah, he, he apologized. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, hey, you might not want to, like, uh, confront someone like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what's he going to do? Kick my car? What's he going to do? Tell me I'm fat? Like, here we are. I've gone through that with him already. So I'm feeling good. You know, New York City. <laughs> 
He'll, I mean, he's, he's gotta I got come bullied up. in the much more Canadian fashion. <laughs> they were like, um, you're silly. <laughs> no, I mean, they're definitely mean, but my my most Canadian bullying of all time is uh, someone shoved my head into a bank of snow until I passed out. Oh, oh I mean, that's also assault, Andrea. That's not... So it was like a swirly, but it was like... You know, TM Canadian. <laughs> they just choked me with maple syrup, but you know everything was good. I blacked out for days. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, are rough. to be honest, I was my biggest bully, so I, I don't think anybody was meaner than I was to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was the one who was really putting my head in ice and just waiting. Oh, that's so nice. Yesterday to- was Mother's Day, and it just reminded me that my parents were my biggest bullies. Because as yeah. you guys are talking, I'm like. I don't know. I don't think like I had like a, you know, picking on but not bullying. You know, it wasn't anything big. But when I think of like the the shitty stuff in my head, I'm like, my mom said that. My dad said that. They were the only ones calling me fat. You were like, oh, man, I got to stay out of the kitchen. The guys in there are brutal. (laughs) (laughs) They're smashing bottles over your head. (laughs) So, Jesse, when you moved to New York, did you start dating then? Like, was that when you sort of, like, came out of your shell a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I started dating a little bit in college, but not, like, well. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, like, looking for a relationship. I guess I I just wanted to date to feel like I was dating, mm-hmm. you know? And then, yeah. you know, you watch Sex in the City, so you're like, New York City, here I come. Boy, and call me ever. Charlotte. Did you? So did you move here for college? <laughs> no. Uh, I went to Syracuse, New York, so I... I was upstate and then I moved here after school and um did you start by going to like based on sex in the city for real did you start by going to the places that have overly expensive cosmos that you have to kind of dress up for and maybe there's a a cover at the door did you go to those things I was very lucky because I was very poor. Um, So I did not do any of that because I couldn't afford it. Honestly, the like glamorous life of NYC, I wasn't really living. But I did feel like New York City is so glamorous in itself. Like even when you go to a bar that's, you know, the size of a hallway, Mm -hmm. it's so exciting. It's so packed. Like it's just I mean, I remember being just enthralled with NYC and I thought it was so cool because the night just like never ends and mm-hmm. you can just meet all these people during the night. And when and when did this nightlife and the people in it just let you down in a big way? Because it is it is uh, like exciting. I used to go out alone all the time. Which alone? Was, oh, yeah, yeah. Super fun. In, I go out alone. Yeah. In my oh, 20s wow. a lot. I, I like going. I, I still do it because, you know, you can always go to the place where there's several places where you could meet people or see a show by yourself or whatever. But you were going out with people. When did the sunshine and the yay, I'm in New York City go, oh, here's the other part of New York City? Um, When you started dating? Well, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, my first job that I had, I was a page at The Late Show with David Letterman, mm. which was pretty cool. cool. And a lot of people who get that are right out of college. So it sort of felt like a college environment. And there was a guy in there that I really liked. And I had a best friend that was there at the time. 
And so uh, when they started dating, I said, I will die here. And Aww. this was fun. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was that was the low point, especially because my friend, she came up to me and she was like, would you be upset if I started seeing him? And I said, oh, my God, thank you so much for letting me know. I actually do think I would die if you did that. And she's like, OK, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but I wanted to check or something. Well, are I they just still went together? No, oh, they broke God. up like two weeks later. But I, I went home that weekend because I was just like, I need to get out of the city. Nothing is sacred and no one is loyal. Um, yeah. Well, I, feel like, that's how I, loyal I feel like that's, that's just, a huge thing. That's just yeah. like calling up someone's dad and going, can I marry your daughter? And he's like, no. And like, well, the invitation's on the way. This is just a stupid shit we do. Yeah, I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. Also, I should probably ask the wife, too. I have no idea why I think that a man has a handoff in another one. I just, that's insane, too, <laughs> where he's like, I really want to get the dad's approval. I'm like, shut up. I've been watching Married at First Sight. I'm addicted, and I've learned a lot. <laughs> and there's so much weird tension with, like, the dad and the husband. I'm like, what is that? I hate it. Yeah. I hate I, I it. Think, I feel like you hit on something very important in New York City dating oh, when you said you. no one is loyal. Yeah. And that is like a massive part of all of it is that yeah. because it's a city with endless options, yeah. lo quote unquote, locking someone down is impossible. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you can and you can be the most interesting vibrant i mean i have met women that have made me fall to my knees yeah. and then i'm like oh you're dating this schlub yeah and they're like then they're like yeah i'm just excited to be with him because everyone has options it's a yeah. city of like endless options and men can't handle options they really can't they just no. want to put their finger in the candy jar at every fucking corner Hands and up. so you kind of just feel like this disposable person which a lot of people treat you that way and it's hard to like set boundaries because you don't want to seem like you're not cool or like you can't hang or it's yeah. casual it's it's a it's a hard city to to like to try to be to build your self-esteem to be honest well what was your dating life like when i was when we were when allowed to be dating. outdoors and kissing people yeah it was well I mean the way I was toward I've slowly been building my is it a resume is it a, is it a boundary list like I think I have Playdar which is like Gaydar but for players you know what I'm saying I got yes. my Playdar I've got boundaries that I have boundary number one um, I don't like to text it's a waste of my time and I don't need to text someone until I've met them in person oh, I, I don't want to say how is your day when I don't even know who you are and what you do I don't need to do it so if I'm on a dating app and things are going well and then he's like can I have your number I'll be like I actually don't give out my number until I've met someone in person that being said I'd love to grab a drink Ah. So that's boundary number one because my time is important and I'm more than happy to meet you, but I'm not going to text you for two weeks to wait for you to maybe ask me out. I don't have the time. I'm not proving myself. I don't want to send emojis and I'm not witty that way. Okay. That's A. B, when I meet you in person for the first date, it's an hour tops. I've got things to do. I've got places to go. If you liked our time together, we can always plan another date because mm. I've wasted nights on first dates that last forever yes. that then just end they just drop off i'm like why did we spend why would we for who tell us about that because i feel like in other states hmm. it's very possible that somebody's picking you up and 
the date ends when they drop it. There's like a start time. There's an end time. There's a yeah. thing we're going to. And in New York, it's like, oh, I know a thing that's happening down the block. I know another thing. And then it's brunch mm-hmm. the next day. And then ha- so can you tell us? Well, Hamza, you're just like putting out the first night and it's a sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I, I love I, sleep. I, yeah, I mean, if I can sleep with you, I can sleep next to you and eat. Like that's all I want is to be able to like have a conversation with you and have sex. Like, what else is in a relationship? I know. What else? I put out on the first date almost exclusively. It's and yes, <laughs> it's fun. I, I actually don't think that there has been. There's probably less dates I can count on my hands that I have not put out on the first day. What's putting out? It's another activity that we're doing. Is this a fun sure. activity with you? It looks like it might be. Do you want to go bowling or do you want to go fuck? Like, what, I don't, what are we, we're adults. Right. Mm. But well, also, Hemda's never dated. So anyways, Jesse. <laughs> why, why is there right. so much bowling In a world going where there are rules and boundaries <laughs> and things are real. How, yeah. uh, what are these long dates that like last forever? How, how do they go on? Well, okay. So first of all, for murder purposes, normally I'm too afraid to sleep with someone at first because I'm like, he's going to murder me. That's like always been number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- if I could get past that. Oh, I should have that- been murdered like at least three times. So you're right. Yeah. I can't Go believe ahead. that I haven't been murdered. And I almost think that murder isn't <laughs> real because I haven't been murdered. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do murderable shit constantly. Yeah. It is like, wow. I don't every day I thing. live on. It's insane. Every time I hear that a woman has been slayed by like, you know, the Craigslist killer, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I did. Um, so, well, okay. So I would go on a first date and, you know, the problem is like, how much time do you give? Do you give your whole night to it? And then, quote, if it's going well, I find this is what this is my playdar. Okay, playdar number one. They mm-hmm. want to change locations. Why? Because they want you to feel like it's a longer date. It's maybe your second mm-hmm. date. Your inhibitions start fading away. How many drinks have I had? I can't keep count. Okay, that's number one playdar. Um, this is another rule that I have, which is if they show you pictures of a niece and nephew, they just want to fuck you. Oh, I don't yeah. need to see kids. I, I don't know why. That's not a good uncle. You got to get permission to show that. Okay. I don't need to be a part of that. Um, But I think that they try to, you know, it's like to build a rapport to make you think that you, oh, maybe I do want to sleep with him because I mean, and sometimes you do. The thing is like, it's not like I haven't slept with a guy on a first date. It's just that I find that first of all, I don't have as good a time if I don't know them as well. And I don't feel safe. I have to feel safe. Yeah. Unfortunately, to be able to have sex and I don't feel safe. Most of the time, I've been on like a sixth date with a guy that's like, "Why are you still tense?" I'm like, "I don't know." See, the I'm thing always is, afraid I'm Andrea be actually has to feel unsafe to come. <laughs> I, I, honestly, we're like really hitting on some real <laughs> shit right now because I'm like, this doesn't resonate with me at all. She's like, I don't feel like he's even going to murder me, so I can't do this. How would I do this? Yeah, I, I do feel like they're gonna murder me, but I just don't care. I can't bring myself to care because mama's got a nut and danger is exciting. I don't want my cat to find me. It's I'm thinking of others, you know, I just I don't want to go that way. I don't want to go that way on a Tinder date. Like, I just can't have that be. Can I I tell you the most dangerous thing I ever did on Tinder is that I invited a man. I never met him in person. Yeah. I invited him directly to my house in the middle of the night. I was sober. He was insanely drunk. Oh. This man 
was like six, seven. Oh, he had a shaved head and his Tinder picture was him holding an antique rifle. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I'm mad. YOLO. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you find some hick in New York? To He was he was a goth. Um, yeah. So his interest in military things was more like sure. anarchist, historical, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he sounds super and smart. When he, and when he was telling me how he lived in a punk flop house and he used to beat up Nazis for fun, I was like, "This is probably this was probably not a good." Although I like that you beat up Nazi, conflicting because yeah. there's violence, but there's also like virtue right. together. So he was really the Robin Hood of the Goths. Yeah, he was. And we had wow. savage anal sex and I shit all over him by accident. So, you know, by it really accident. was. So he really got murdered. <laughs> yeah, I'm the dangerous yes. one. Yes. <laughs> you just I don't feel danger cuz I'm like you don't know what I'm capable of. That fucking you don't know what I'm done. Canadian whatever is happening in you is is not setting off the alarms in the men and they're just yeah, like Yeah, I'm the red flag. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but Jesse, maybe so, it's easier in Canada. Maybe everyone's really nice and they won't murder you. I don't know. Um, that's not true. But I will sure. say um, that Canadians are like, it's just they're just chivalrous a little bit more. Yeah. Like, it's just like you go there, you get off the plane. There's like a mountain man oh, holding a door for you. I actually think you would slay in Canada. Honestly, I was, I was bored by it, but I, I like very much see that for you. That's upsetting because maybe I have to move to Canada. You know what I'm saying? It's like I could do it. I mean, I could do it right now. At this is point, that the worst case? It. No, no, no. It's the best case. It's a great case. Right now, my bumble is worldwide. I said, Jesse, no restraints. <laughs> Are we Get it, girl. You You're on... in quarantine. We're all technically home. Are we going to see you on yeah. 90 Day Fiance? That I don't know if that's, you know, my cup of tea, but. Okay, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I won't say no to anything. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> well, I, I want to hear more about these tips that I will oh, never be you. allowed to use because mm-hmm. Andrea says I never date and I'm moving in with my boyfriend, even though we're quarantining. We still make facts are facts. I don't know what you <laughs> facts are facts. Um, let's see. Another rule I have. So if we start, if we go on a date and then we want to see each other again, I don't respond once it's after 7 p.m. I wait till the morning. Uh-huh. Because, like, you have to book your time with me at night. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm busy. This um, but is blowing I, my mind. <laughs> Wait, so you have Remember, to book. I just. <laughs> explain that what? one again. So, if. Okay, so we go on a date. Uh, you go mm-hmm. home. It's one in the morning. I have to now. How do I contact you? So, like, probably, hopefully, the next day you'd be like, I had a really good time. I'd love to see you again. That's fine. I'm communicating. I want to set that up. But after 7 p.m., um, I don't respond because I'm out and I'm busy. And if you want to spend time with me at night, you have to book time. Okay. Like wow. I, I'm not going to be like I'm just sitting at home. I'm out. So like right. I don't respond. To okay. Guys. So if I would want to take you on another date, maybe like 4 p.m., I could book some time in the yeah. future with you. Exactly. So you have office hours. I have office okay. hours exactly, and then I have time where I'm out of office. Like will not reply. Mm-hmm. I'll reply the next day. But, yeah, there's, like, a cutoff, and I guess I like the idea of, like, if you want to spend time with me at night, you just have to make it a priority. Like, 
how I'm just gonna text you how at far night. in advance? So it's four p.m. I want to go out with you that night. No, no way. I'm always wow. busy night of always tomorrow. But, the next but day, you, I could I could do the next day. Don't you yourself want like? Because what happens is is I can set up those rules, and then I'm like, but I want to have fun tonight. This appeared, and I don't know how to say no. Just like I don't know how to say no to that second slice of pizza if it's sitting right in front of me. Right. Well, to me, this sounds like Jesse's been burned so many times. <laughs> yes, like to exactly. me, there are all these rules in place by a woman who has been scorned. You see it. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. It's just, and my time is the most valuable thing in the world I that I this. have. Yeah. You know, I agree with this. I love my time. I love being with friends and people I cherish. And if I'm going to gamble it away on a stranger I just want to know that like I'm safe and my time is safe so yeah if it's a first date and I'm already out and someone's like want to grab a drink now it's like okay sure I don't really care it's gonna be an hour because I'm gonna leave anyway after an hour but yeah the second date like I'm setting up like what I want for the future which is like I want you to respect my time I want you to make plans in advance I don't want to be a last minute decision that's like oh who God. I will be to you okay this is blowing sir Jesse <laughs> we're on you, a date you are my hero Remember, yeah. I'm still single, but okay. You know, I like. <laughs> I have though. standards, and we're like, that's right. Enjoy being alone. Can we play okay. a game? Um, yeah, Jesse, we're on a date. Okay. Okay. I'm super hot guy. You're very interested. We're having mm -hmm. a one-hour drink sesh, mm -hmm. and I'm like, hey, we should like hang out more. And you're like, no. Like, how do you get out of this? Talk to me. Okay. So yeah. first of all, what I do how because do you I say no. How do you go yes. home? <laughs> so I'm not very good about like I get nervous to do it in person too so before I meet them I'll normally that day be like hey I'm actually meeting a friend for for dinner after so I'll have to leave around eight but I'm really excited to see you so I already have my out it's Lies. in place ready Love to go it. I'm lying my ass off but I don't have to worry about like coming up with it on the date I agreed to one drink I'll have one drink and then I have to go okay, okay so what happens when he says to you uh, okay, well, why don't we just do it when you have more time? Uh, why don't you do it when you have more That's time? That's what I've gotten. I've gotten like... I guess I'd be like, oh, I just really want to meet... We can just meet each other, and then if it goes well, we can see each other another time. Is tomorrow better because you have more time for me tomorrow? Ooh, yeah, I don't like this character. This is, this is <laughs> a character. I, I date I know. this character. I'm aware You're of this point. character, I, mean, how much I don't like this character. I don't like him either, to be honest, but... I think I would just be like, oh, I always just grab one drink on a first date. So it would Why, be you don't like, like me. Ew. Now, it's like I no, just, just, you know, on a first date, uh, that's just how much time I allot on first dates um, until I until we like each other, until I know okay, that so you're, you're just like very spending time about with. this. Yeah. And if not, like, thank you. Have a nice day. Totally. You're not going to, you know, bully me into it. You're not going to make me feel bad. These are my rules. These are my like, this is just what I want. If you want to spend time with me, great. If you don't, that's fine, too. So has what anyone your... passed the first hour as of the last year or so? Yeah. Oh, my God. Many, many. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, what, what? By, <laughs> yeah, many. I've slept I mean, with but, all of New York yeah, City. So if that's what you're asking. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I actually think that everybody likes having a heart out. It just puts like an ease on the night. Yeah, I think that they're like, OK, it's going to be one drink. We'll see how it goes. I don't need to worry about like either his escape. Like I've already come up with it. And then if it goes well, it's, you know, we can see each other again. 
Well, what was one of your bad dates that contributed? How did we build this rule book? Because I mm. feel like there's got to have been, when there's smoke, there's fire. A woman with this many rules, number Thank one you. is a smart woman, but number Thank two you. is a woman who has been savagely burned. Savage. So what, what taught you these lessons? Okay, so I really do, a lot of it came back to this one guy I met who, um, for. Could it be the guy, uh, like, I should have had rules because the guy that I met and married for nine years was lying to me and I didn't realize one of them until the end where all of them swooped in and it came down on me like a hard ton of bricks. Hmm, that that one? seems very specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that rule. <laughs> oh. Well, and I, I think, like, you can't ever plan for dishonest people like if you're an honest person you always think that people are being honest with you and so when someone is dishonest it truly is alarming and you're like why would you do that it it doesn't make sense so you can't prepare for that because I think that when you prepare for that then you're not open yeah hard you know hard line to toe so you're just an open person and the other person just isn't open and it isn't comfortable with them i mean it has to do with I them mean, it doesn't but forget have to do about with me you. what happened to you but forget about <laughs> um so i met i went out with this guy um first date i had my heart out rule i was like i have to go somewhere he was like let me walk you and i was actually having a really great time so i was like what do i do i said walk me to herald square but i had two hours to kill so on this walk i'm like maybe i lift this rule he's so fun he's mm. like what are you doing I say I actually have two hours to kill me and a friend he said oh I'll hang out with you then I said oh my god okay we go into Macy's into the furniture department just to love hang this. out which I literally think is so New York and so adorable yeah we're I like this. lounging on different couches and I'm like this is my husband I can't believe this like mm-hmm. we're so chill <laughs> he's teaching me about wrestling what could be more fun than that so I can think of a few. I, I could think of a few things that would be more fun <laughs> yeah. than that. I'm just gonna throw yeah. it out there. Sure, 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 sure. But I was like very enthralled. It took mm-hmm. him forever to ask me out on the second date. I was pretty livid. Okay, we define forever like a few days, a week. No, it had to be two or three weeks. <gasps> and we were just texting during that time, and I was like, "What? Hate this." happening I didn't have my texting rules in place either okay so everything was out the window I was like why am I spending so much time texting him and he hasn't asked me out again I'm confused did I not seem like I was having fun why would I be texting you now so we go to meet on the second date and I don't remember we went to get like we were we were watching a horse race then he was like let's walk around let's maybe get dinner he keeps yawning which is mm. another pet peeve of mine um, because he said he was tired. And I said, if you're, you know, if you're tired, we can just, we can call it a night. It's not a big deal. Um, we went to Barcade. That was kind of fun. We keep yeah. walking around. He keeps yawning. I'm like, we can just call it. And then he said, Jesse, if it'll make you feel better, we can hold hands. What? What? Wait, is that is that the option for you to feel better? Like, what was the other yeah. option? A Band-Aid? What's happening? This is I like was going to say an espresso shot. State. I know my yawning is bothering you. Let's remedy it with some <laughs> geriatric foreplay. Holding hands? And we hadn't kissed yet. When I tell you his hand went out, spready, spread. Okay, no. we're doing no. that. Spread. No. no. Intertwine hand holding. He put his hand out, spread it, said my name. I was like, what is happening? Do you say no to a handhold? Which now I do. <laughs> well, now, but I, I was like, in the time of COVID, yeah, of course you do. 
Oh, well, now, sure, for sure. But spread I saw is so I, weird. Spread is so weird. It's Intertwining. So, I would rather do anal than spread hand. Well, <laughs> come on, it's insane. You're a different no, kind of person, Andrea. But I truly, at this point, say that hand holding is after sex for me. Because to me, it's a declaration to everyone looking that we are connected. We are one. We are, yeah. all, you know, one soul. It's so, so intimate. Unless yeah. I've met your mom, we're not hand holding. And, you know, don't kiss me on the forehead unless I'm your emergency contact. That's just how I am. That's I just that's what I need to feel safe. You know, that's what I need. Guys throw around a kiss on the forehead like it's free quarter. Ugh, like so I don't weird. hide so that weird. shit. That to me means you love me deeply <laughs> and I can't disappoint you. I agree. I agree. So we we held hands for forever. It felt like weaving through the city. I was like, what is this? And I. You know, I pretty much I at one point was like, let's just make out because like then we can stop holding hands. Um, and, th- and then it just faded away. We, I knew that he, he didn't know how to plan a date and it just went away. So it didn't oh, make you feel like, better. No, it made me feel like I was pride. dying. I yeah. wanted to die when the hand holding started. I, I that's a real nightmare for me. Did you I'm feel like a lost child in the mall? <laughs> Yeah. Also, you know, when you're different height, <laughs> like he was taller than me and I go through this weird thing in my head where I'm like, what if my, will my hand like, how do our hands look? Do yeah. I have to go like that? Is it like that? Do we swing? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder about swinging, <laughs> you know, am I swinging that hand? I would rather like grab the arm. I don't I can't. I yeah. sweat. I can't. It's if, yeah. too much. It made me it's feel much. so much better when people and especially women started talking about how uncomfortable they are with hand holding because I always saw it as such an intimate thing when people casually yeah. hold my hand. The only thing I could think of is my hand in their hand. I can't concentrate anymore about what they're saying. And then I'm like, wait, is my hand sweaty? Like, what's happening? Yes. How yeah. long do I hold this? How hard do I hold this? I right. don't know you. How do you get out? You're like, pat, pat, hand. Is it a squeeze, squeeze, leave? Yeah. Like, how am I slipping yes. away? No, you're just I connected need that forever. Hand back. I Are you just it. raw dogging yeah. my hand right now with your hand? It's you not can't. good. I, Don't do that. I eventually, and when I say eventually, it's it feels like hours, but it's probably moments. If somebody tried that, I'm just like, oh, hey, look at that. And I use the hand to like point (laughs) because a point what you can't and don't reset that. Don't grab my hand again. That should be like if it's so weird. Who am I to you that we're holding hands? It's like Jesse said, and we're just the declaration of us being together is so who told you crazy. What if I bump into someone? This is New York. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's also very fake intimate. Like, it's weird that he offered that as, like, a consolation prize. Like, oh, I know your girl brain isn't satisfied by the attention that I'm giving (laughs) you. So uh, do you want to do some, like, weird hand-holding shit, I guess? And you're like, if we're not vibing, it's fine. You don't need to, like, do an act out of a Disney movie right now. I'm an adult woman. Like I'm an adult. I would. Oh, exactly. I'd much rather you be like, this is it. I'm or I'm tired. I got to go home. Good night. Yeah. Like, get out of there. Infantilizing. Infantilizing. Yeah. But don't you Very hold weird. my hand? Yeah. Oh. Oh my that God. is for my husband. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. that happened to you. That's awful. Um, Andrea, you. you don't follow the rules like, I mean, at all, at all, at all. Um, so what's been going on with your dating life? Um, we did definitely, um, we got a little sneak peek of it and, uh, you know, maybe you could tell the the listeners what's happening. Yeah. 
you guys received a sneak peek via a screenshot. Um, so I am, you know, you know, just having a masturbation headquarters in my bedroom. My bedroom <laughs> is used for masturbating and OnlyFans photos. You know, it's just a central location where everything disgusting happens. Just me alone. Wait, so are um, you creating an OnlyFans? Slowly but surely, I got I got bought I got banned because my details were not correct. Right, and then I had to follow up. Let me tell you this: OnlyFans sent me an email and was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. The amount of emails we are getting for people to like start accounts is so high that it took us like two weeks to even get back to you." So I am slowly on track with OnlyFans, but the porn industry, the 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 individual porn industry is what is holding up the U.S. economy right yeah, now. You also Go have fund to, me like when and they, OnlyFans. When they said your information is wrong, is that because you didn't verify your ass correctly? They're like, mm. <laughs> they were like, you're white and that ass is out of control. Um, is that Photoshop? Because I've never seen anything like that. Um, so, so I've been virtually dating, I guess. I mean... I don't know, Jesse, if you're like entertaining this charade that we're going to ever be able to touch people again, but I kind of go in and out with it. Um, I had a few people that I was like seeing beforehand and they've, some of them have kind of casually dropped off because it's like, Hey, what's new? Oh, I don't know. I made pasta. Yeah. Everyone's dead. Like I don't, what we're not getting to know each other. There's only so much that, can be done really um but i'm bored so i got back on field which is that my dating app of choice which is a kink app for freaks formerly thrinder um so i've just been on there what what of, constitutes a kink like what yeah. what's their level uh, well do you get so to specify so you get matched together like people no that have so the, it functions no. like normal dating apps but um couples can list themselves on there so like that's one of the it was called thrinder because it was basically like tinder for threesomes originally and then tinder sued them because oh obviously they were very much ripping off their brand um but i think what i like about field is that like if people have specific fetishes um, it's you can list it in your profile. So, for example, my profile. Ooh, this is what I need to know. It. Okay, yep. that's um, what I was waiting for. We lead with a photo. I'm showing everyone. We lead with a photo of me showing off the goods. Right, you know, that so ass. It's, it's a it's a back ass shot. It's a back ass shot. You know, there's there's. Could we it's, it's, could we put this for our Facebook group to see? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so on I will, Facebook we have an Only in New York podcast group, and we post a lot of like the references that we say on the show, and we answer some questions on there about like some New York terms we don't even realize that we're saying. So, and then people share their pictures and stuff. So, and also uh, while we're on that topic, just to let you guys know if you're listening, we are having an a live event, and it's going to yes. be uh, May sixteenth, Saturday, that's eight p.m. This Saturday. That's this, this Saturday, guys. If you're listening wow. in real time, that's this Saturday. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. They're ten dollars. Go to any of our Instagrams and definitely join the Facebook group because you will get all of the info there. I'm pretty sure it's only in New York. Yes. 
Okay, so yeah. guys, make sure you're getting the tickets. It will sell out. There are only a limited amount of tickets, and you're going to get um, some special surprise guests. Andrea's ass is going to be there. <laughs> and you're going to get some inside scoop that no one else is going to get. So you're going to want to be there. Sorry, Andrea. So Go ahead. Tell us more about no. the inside of your vagina. That's okay. That's what we're all here for, isn't it? Um, so I just have like pictures of me, some of them with my friends, some of them just more like pictures of me being like, this is what I look like. Yeah. And then in my, so you can put your sexuality in there. Obviously, I'm sure other apps, you can do that too. Um, my bio is uh, dead inside, <laughs> but a fun hang, not dead <laughs> on the outside and not planning on leaving the house to bang during a pandemic podcaster and comedian let's get weird but not scary don't drink 420 baby baby so you know love and you said nothing about cat friendly no (laughs) (laughs) meow mix meow mix please deliver (laughs) is what i open with yeah Um, i love and then there's a section that says desires so you can kind of put like what type of sexual thing you're into so i did (laughs) Casual hookup, three-way, BDSM, pet play, and then for fun, I wrote undying love. No one has <laughs> commented on that, but what's I'm waiting. pet play? I'm waiting. Um, pet play is like it, de- it has a range. So I own a collar and a leash, uh, which I, I used to date someone who was like kind of a furry, I guess. Uh furry adjacent Mm -hmm. um i used to wear like a butt plug with a fox tail and um it's kind of like it mixes into like bdsm and that you're like you're their subservient little sure oh i watch the show i watch extreme love on uh we tv this is where i get all of my sexual information oh yeah so i i totally understand all of this so like some, from my understanding, and I don't know pet play that well, but from my understanding, like one person is kind of like the pet, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not barking like a dog. Like I'm not committing that hard to the bit, but I do like the idea that I'm like wearing the collar and chain and like you're yanking me around. Meanwhile, you know? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, that sounds so nice because recently I thought like, it's really nice to be petted. And um, <laughs> and also, I thought, like, you know, I think more therapists should offer, like, to pet your head as you're talking. But that's I actually think... what, yeah, that's what they do with, like, autistic children. Well, yeah, I'm on the spectrum then. Because as Andrea's talking, I'm like, she does not mean what's in my head, but that is what's in my head. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Yeah, like, they, they just stroke your, your hair. Head? They just stroke your hair. And it's like, they're... There is an element of that, though. To be honest, yes. there is. Doesn't you're that like, sound lovely? Like, you know. yeah. Well, it's like as a sub, when you're a submissive, you're like the center of attention. I like being submissive because it's I, you get to be lazy. Yeah, you don't like, have to do that. I get to sit there. You are petting me. You're yanking me around. You're telling me what to do. You're throwing me against things, oh. and I'm just there having a great time um so so that's and and then i have like there's a section called with interest so that's like more for you know real world things and i just said comedy food true crime biking butt plugs you know yeah those are my plugs how's fun so i'm on there i'm so horny i'm like oh my god (laughs) 
You're like, I like this girl. I'm She's like, I'll fun. do pet stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, but Hemda, it's not your pet stuff. I, it's it's always my pet stuff. It's always yeah. my version of things. That's right. I yeah. live my life. And if I want pet stuff to be me getting petted. And by the way, he knows to do that. So I Could you imagine petted. the disappointment that I someone would have if they met you on a kink app? <laughs> and you were like into pet play, into being submissive. And it's like, no, I just meant I'm going to lay here. And we're going to snuggle, but you're going to be like the aggressive snuggler. You're going to be the big spoon. I love this. (laughs) But you know what's great about that is kinky people usually talk before they have sex. And I can let you know all of that. And if you want to pull my hair also, that's fine. Well, that's what I like about. (laughs) Just throw that one in there. Hamda, you contain multitudes. I that's what I like about kink apps is it because you're like moving into more um, unconventional waters, perhaps a lot of discussion has to happen beforehand. Right. Like um, safe words. Yada, yada, yada. Sure. Yeah. It, it's it's there are lots of creeps on there for sure. Like as there is any app and sure. there's people yeah. who have like zero boundaries, of course, but it does kind of like also bring you people who are very very aware of what they like and very forthright with what they're interested in um i met a gentleman that gentleman i would not place in that category recently so i just go on these apps and talk it always devolves into sexting almost immediately it's like how's your quarantine and then boom what are you wearing my dick yeah exactly (laughs) so jesse this is definitely nothing like these are not the good rules these are andrea's rules are literally the opposite of you she's like sexed immediately uh well what are you looking for right now it it sounds like from that app you you might be looking for uh just sexual sexual oh totally so i think with that being said that is the correct app and the way that you're also talking about it beforehand is a great safety measure which i fully approve of thank you very much um i think that's great and maybe it could become something more even too yeah it's it's like i i think it's weird to look for anything right now we can't yeah see each other it's also like when you get to know someone it has to be in person. It's like performing live stand-up. It has to be in yes. person. I'm sorry. I can't, like, read you over Zoom. And so I did a FaceTime date. I've had two. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. I'm very brave. <laughs> I truly am so brave. Wow. Because at first, I was like, quarantine, what a perfect time for someone who is in fear like me, where it's like, oh, I can just, like, talk to them for the rest of my life yeah. and never have to worry about them touching me until I'm, like, until I know everything about them right um but then it truly becomes for me it just became really time consuming and I think everyone's in and out of depression that people are like involved and then they're not and totally there's no end in sight that people I feel like there's no like oh we'll do this and then we'll figure out when we're gonna it just feels pointless that you know were they nice was it a good date would you say the one guy was nice, um, but I didn't. He wasn't as cute on Facetime, so I wasn't as into him. Mm. Um, and then the other guy was okay, but um, I just think he he was like one of those guys that would just fade away. Like if I wasn't asking questions, the conversation would end. So yeah. I was. It's just exhausting. The fade happens a lot quicker now. You're right. Yes. The depression is huge. The fade happens way quicker because way quicker. You have to be so the connection has to be so strong 
for us to entertain this weird childlike video relationship that's yeah. not gonna maybe end in sex within the next six months. And how I is mean, it gonna be that strong on video? Like yeah. it can't be. Yeah. And then you're like, everyone's going to die. I don't care about right. your dick. Yeah, but doesn't um, it really help you kind of like weed people out? So you're not wasting hours of your time. You're not wasting drinks. You're not wasting. Um, I just, I remember there was a guy years ago that I met off Instagram and he was really good looking, like super good looking. We had a few mutual friends, but we just didn't know each other. So we met up. I mean, I don't drink. So it's kind of like a weird first date to go for drinks. But like, what are mm -hmm. you supposed mm -hmm. to do? Mm -hmm. um, so I always go and then I just get a water on the rocks. Um, and the rocks. I, so I meet up with this guy and he's just as cute in person, like seriously, just as cute. And Love then he that. opens his mouth and he has this voice that's just like, I don't even know if this is a real voice. Like, I'm like, is oh, this, that's the worst. and it's just, no, I can't, I can't possibly yeah. do this. And then we run in, there's a friend of mine at the bar cause it's around the corner from my house. And he's like, Oh, Hey, I haven't seen you in so long. So I introduce these two guys and my friend just looks at me because the guy, <laughs> he's like, hi, how are you? And <laughs> my friend Andrew just like looks me dead in the face and then like walks away and then texts me later. He's like, that wasn't real, right? Oh, do the funny voice people eventually pair up with other funny voice people? Because I feel like that has to be for your amusement. Yes, Andrea. Yeah, for everything yeah. you and want. And then in they life. they're it's a voice people over people hard of hearing. It's just so weird. But let me tell you, if we yes. were in quarantine and I could have taken five minutes to sure. FaceTime him, I would sure. have known I am definitely not interested in this guy. There's no reason to to go on a date yeah. with him. Now it's just embarrassing because we have mutual yeah. friends. And I'm like, what am I supposed to tell everyone? Like, come on, you know why I didn't date him. <laughs> It's Everyone easier knows. to weed out, but it's harder to get a connection or yeah. to feel like you really like someone from. Yeah. A yeah. But time. don't you like when you get a job in New York City and um, I've noticed this way before the quarantine, you know, I, I worked in media and it's always like a Skype interview, a phone interview. There's always a screener and they always call it a screener. And I feel like, why don't we have more screeners in dating so that yeah. you're not going out there? And I know that you only do the hour, but like it's still an hour of your time. You can save probably like 20 hours in two months you're right and i did a screener with this so this man sent me a photo <laughs> of his penis that i i mean it takes a lot to like take my breath away but i was like this is this is like ron jeremy it was a level. historical rifle i think it, <laughs> right so i didn't get to see this would you like to may I consent to show you? This yes. <laughs> OK. Um, sorry. Feminism. It's a rifle. Sorry. Hamda, close your eyes. <laughs> I just. Oh, wow. For sure. OK. Yeah. yeah. OK. So I also like that he's wearing a shirt in it and there is actually sauce on the shirt. There's like food stains on the shirt, which yeah. I'm Very like, relatable. you know, what? adorable. I know this is current. <laughs> I know that you're depressed and you're having a hard time. I this know you staged. This isn't photoshopped. Yeah. We're going to so connect. <laughs> I'm like, all right, great. All right, great. Let's talk. Send me more pictures of this fucking baby's arm you have hanging between your legs. That's amazing. Now, had you had you send photos of your naked self at this point? Oh, yeah, for sure. I how initiate. Are you? Okay. Now, prude alert. But how yeah. is this so comfortable? Because it doesn't matter. Because it's like, 
here's my view on nudes and i don't and i obviously am very liberal but it's already out there in my mind i've already once you send one nude True. over the internet which was like what 10 years ago when nudes started to be acceptable i'm like it's over if you want to find it it's fucking there right it's also like it, it i think it's um especially with kink people it's just like there's just less there's uh, i assume that people are showing my nudes to other people i assume things are being screenshotted i just don't feel that precious about my body so do you guys not do you guys do you guys talk about that kind of because you talk about a lot of stuff do you talk about Mm. i'm fine with you sharing my nudes with other people i think it's just an understood rule that you will yeah once you once you send it out shared with us right yeah exactly once you send it out now it's your property to show people and that's how i feel and i always felt like if you are sending out a picture that you are not comfortable for everyone seeing then why are you sending out the picture like if i send you a nude um it's because i think the picture is great yeah i think i look great andrea i'm gonna send you a nude please show people like tell a friend (laughs) i would say my only nudes problem is if you show if you're in my life as mm-hmm. a fr- like we're like we're hemda dating where i found you as a friend and we right. all know each other and you show other people that know me that picture see if you, you know did what that I mean? to me other people would be like i have this picture but thank you <laughs> she sent your face this to isn't me. in it though right it could be i mean it is my face is my face is in a lot of them yeah oh wow but, but it is yeah. who you are like you're literally comfortable yeah. enough to like try to start an only fans like what do you I, yeah. I don't know I just feel like there's certain things where unless like listen I don't want my mom to see me nude right um, although she did she see you nude she created the for nude. years yeah it's your she's fault. like the original it's, she's probably generator. a great person that would totally be comfortable she was the nude. original person that would take photos of me nude yeah <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's Hamza, like, I was a baby I wasn't 18. It was okay then. I think it depends on who you are. Like, like, you know, it depends on your comfort level. When I'm in the mud with the pigs, I assume that everything's flying around and it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. If say I met a guy on like a more normal app who was a person with a job, shocking. Um, (laughs) Like you would never date that kind of person. Okay. But like then maybe then maybe Kinky. I'm waiting a while. Maybe I'm sending one without face. Maybe I'm like meeting him at his mm. comfort level. But with mm. these with these people, yeah. it just doesn't. Uh, it's also like okay. So what I'm happened? Never, I'm never gonna meet you. All right. So I'm so, just bored. She's like no, yada yada just, yada. Tell me the sexy. I combo. didn't want to sidetrack the conversation. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um. So. So he sends me pictures of his giant dick and then he's like, I'm going to come to the people uh, cheering for doctors at 7 p.m. And I'm like, "Okay, that's our world. New York City, man. Um, And then he starts talking. And do you know when people are, I don't know, I don't want to be rude here, not smart. Mm -hmm. And um, they speak using like a lot of $5 words to try to appear smart. Slow. But Mm. slow is what you're saying. Right. But they're then they're but it doesn't make sense. It's like you wouldn't use a word that incorrectly. Are you calling him an EDP? Do you know what an EDP is? No. An an emotionally disturbed person. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my new uh, tagline. (laughs) 
Yeah. Why? That's what, uh, so Noelle's husband is a, a, he used to be an EMT and they used mm-hmm. to call them ED. He would say like, we have another EDP. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a real term. Wow. That's, that feels rough. That feels bad. No, no. It was just a classification. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a, a slur. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an EDP. Well, I don't. I don't know how I would categorize this person, but okay. So he starts talking about feminism in a positive light. Okay. But but it's like, I just don't. Okay. I'm going to read it to you guys. It's almost like a niece and a nephew thing. Yeah. Why are you proving yourself too early? Exactly. Show me. Don't tell me. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Exactly. Show me that dick again and stop (laughs) telling me about your opinions on women's rights. Obviously I'm pro women. I am one. Okay. Um, I can only say I'm pro everything feminism and Donald Trump is ruining everything. And I hope to get to be, I hope to get to be ruled and tapered by women that organize and run government. Okay. All right. So he is trying to get either Clinton or, um, like, you know, someone like that, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Cortez Ocasio. Ocasio, uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Like that's who, is that what he's saying? I guess so. And I'm like, all right, I'm already no, we're I'm not, on board. We're not guessing. He's trying what to get you say- to trust him. He's he's not saying anything. He's really Maybe not. he just wants um, Daddy Cuomo. No, he's not saying anything. Okay? But I am a fighter, and I appreciate my masculine drive to fight all the hate right now. What? Okay, again, very broad statement. And also, all right. like... Oh, yes, but <laughs> but also okay. like what was the question? Like, how do you oh, there was there to be clear? There is no question. <laughs> so they started as a... no one. Absolutely no one. And then he just started. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'll dedicate my straight white male biological complacency to everything that is egalitarian in nature to uphold higher feminine values. Yeah, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I I feel like it's like it's like he thinks this is what liberal women want to hear. He has like a script that the mm-hmm. incels have passed around. It's like tell him you want women in government. They love that. <laughs> yeah. Like sure, okay. I want you to be my puppy and yeah, I have a tail you could wear, but like also I love politicians that are women i want to be a part of her story and i'm like get the fuck out okay (laughs) here we go here we go this is where it really takes a turn so he says he's a writer and then i'm like oh can you send me some of your stuff and then well that's your fault now (laughs) well i'm like prove now i'm like prove it this is your this is you're an edp and i gotta get to the bottom of this um Mm. he goes yeah unfortunately this is in forms of several features i haven't made yet Okay, so what? What? So he doesn't have any writing to send. There's no writing to send, not even in the form of like an email. You know what I mean? It's in forms of of features that I haven't created yet. So I'm I'm actually I'm a scientist, but it's in forms of features that I haven't. Well, can I can I tell can you maybe let him know that writers have to jot something down? And when you don't start Mm. that, you're just thinking of writing. It's forms of features. And women in government. He meant et he's a thinker. He meant he's okay. a thinker. Such yes. as the Iraq. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pastoral bard in today's world, mixing American arch- archetypes in a way to try to meaning something decent. Is he a like, translator that is just not working? 
Well, so I was like, oh, is English not his first language? And then he goes that he grew up in Cape Cod. So I'm like, that's mm. definitely an English speaking. What time? What time was it? This was like 9 p.m. This was not drunk. A little too early, yeah. But do you yeah. have to conjure up a response to this? That's like... I stopped. So oh, and I would have been like, going. LOL, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great response. Right. <laughs> I mean, now I'm like, am I like taking advantage of like a handicapped person by like sending the picture? Like, I, I'm like, I'm second guessing everything that's Is there more? Here. Oh, yeah. Um... I feel like I'm in the NYC I always wanted to live in. And I said, how do you mean? This is not clear. I am not Maybe in the NYC I've always wanted to live in. <laughs> and he said, I said, how do you mean? He said, it's fucked up and there are opportunities on every corner. The mighty are falling and making mistakes. Good night. Bye. I find myself... I don't know. I find myself. No, this is not a murder mystery in haiku. Get Hamda, off. This is Hamda. He's deep. I can't understand that. This. this is bigger than me. Okay. It's bigger I just than have all to step of us. Back <laughs> Was this a different this Cape Cod? Maybe pastoral bard. <laughs> I find myself still wanting con- to consume the same amount of alcohol as my favorite 20th century writers. Uh, who is Which that? Which one? Jack Kerouac. Name one. Tell him to name one malleability for good essential <laughs> wait did are you he wet an alcoholic i don't understand is everyone wet now is this what gets people wet i'm wet from tears because i'm laughing at this so hard i would have been like you ever do pet play <laughs> i would like to have sex with you for like a day oh. or so in the future the whole day for a day I think I am capable of like 40, uh, 48 hours right now of nonstop bodily con. Okay, this man is just a lying machine. <laughs> what a weird sales pitch. I don't I follow just... this. I don't I don't know. Like this is following I mean, nudes. Is, so where does he live first? now? He lives in Dumbo, I guess. I guess. Yes. Okay, so now for just a little Timbuktu. bit of uh, New York uh, terminology. A lot of people that listen to this podcast are not from New York. Dumbo means, are you ready? Yes. Down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. So that is a part of Brooklyn that is very specific. The Dumbo from Dumbo. Yeah, but you know what's, you know what's funny is these, this fucking, it got named Dumbo, but really you don't need that last letter. We know that the Manhattan Bridge You'd be under it, but right. instead they would have just been called dumb. Right, and it's, right. We need the it's o. to be, which to be frank, I mean the evidence <laughs> <Yeah>. is stacking. <laughs> I think this guy is who got it called that, and they were like, "Let's just yeah. drop the o." I've met this guy; I, he's got a huge penis. Let's just drop the o. <laughs> Do and we then- feel like the the blood from his? body is always being sent to the penis to keep the penis alive yeah and so the brain has been suffering i don't know if there's biology behind this well andrea just ask him he seems to know everything so i think (laughs) i think this is pure science and he's gonna have an answer for you it's just like when you get something like this it's just the first one that's kind of off you're like oh maybe like a spelling mistake you know what i mean (laughs) like we're texting like Maybe he meant, and then slowly you're like, wait, what? Do you think his brain is is just broken? I think his brain is just broken. 
He's a pastoral bard, okay? That sounds And, and you know what's sad is this must have worked for him before. Yes, mm. yes. This has worked for him before. You know, I once, back in the outside times, um, I was on the train once and I saw a guy on apps and he was clearly um, in French. I it seemed It seemed that he was texting in French, but also maybe like, Spanish like it seemed like a multilingual a pastoral bard of sorts okay Mm. and he was typing into a translator uh, on one of his browsers on his phone like you are so beautiful you are like the rose whatever like some pickup line Uh and then just pressing translate copying it pasting it sending it into other apps and I was just like oh I am watching the sausage get made I can't believe people fall I can't Shit. believe he doesn't really think I'm beautiful. Uh, now these are the are kind. Are you serious? Those are the uh, kind of New York experiences that we all uh, are just terrified to oh. be exposed to. Ah, <laughs> oh, I miss it. I miss, I miss it. it. Well, listen, guys, this has been amazing. Uh, make sure that you're following all of us. Uh, you could follow me at Trixie Tuzini, T-R-I-X-I-E-T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I on Instagram and Twitter. And you could go to TracyCarnazzo.com for my upcoming tour dates. No, because the world has ended. Uh, but you can go there because we have only in New York stickers for sale for $4. And we have all the information on the website. Um, Jesse, where could we find you? Because we know that all of our fans are going to definitely want to follow you and see all oh. of the things that you're doing. And what a treat. They can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Jesse Jollis, J-E-S-S-I-E-J-O-L-L-E-S. I love Jesse's social media yes. so fucking hard. I have yes. a good time on it. Her sketches are hilarious. Uh, like, I find Instagram people annoying, to be honest, if I'm going to be quite frank. Sure. And it is, Jesse is one of the few content creators where I'm like legitimately fucking thrilled whenever. <laughs> I went on yes. YouTube and watched a series that she made with yes. Chris, Bur- Chris Brent. I like, I'm such a fan. It's Aww. It's so a good mix of like self-aware and funny and like dark and also like you know, internet fun. Like Thank I like you. having internet fun, but <laughs> yeah. have some clearly, but like it, I just, I think Jesse's so, so, so funny. Um, Thank so you. follow Amazing. her. Yeah. Her absolutely. Uh, Hamda, what's going on with you? Talk to us. I am at Hamda, C H E M D A on Instagram. It's Hamda K A T G for my podcast, Keith and the girl, which I hope you're all subscribed to. Um, just as a, a simple series this past year, amongst other things, we've been talking about Keith's dad, catfishing Keith, Keith catfishing his dad and pretending that he's the ex and it got a little escalated and we accumulated so much in a year that it's now under Keith and the slash dad. It so is my favorite. Enti- it's the entire it got series. a little escalated. Really? <laughs> is there I'll something say. That- yeah, that's a word for how it got. I, uh, I'm so excited. I actually keep up with um, the Keith and the girl, the Keith's dad stuff. Oh, my God. I've gotten so many people into not even knowing Keith and the girl, just gotten into that. And now they're listening to Keith and the girl. And they're like, I can't believe this is a real person. It's true. It's true. If you like because we were learning about it in real time, he was reading all the emails from his dad, all the emails he was sending. Because we were doing that, we could we could say, okay, this is happening. But otherwise, each and every time it was so mind blowing. Like I said, you can get the series at KeithandTheGirl.com slash dad D.A.D. You know, this big dick guy actually kind of talks like he's dad. 
as someone who's wow. read Keith's dad's book, he also considers himself <laughs> Maybe, pastoral well, he's also, Right, I was going to say he's also pastoral, so that... Oh my God, do you wow. think I've been sexing with Keith's dad? Well, I mean, Keith's dad is packing, if you were. Oh yeah. God bless And don't it. forget, we have a live show this live Saturday, show. so that's in two days. Oh my Go God. to onlyinnewyork.eventbrite.com. That link is in each and every one of our social media also. We have surprises. It's going to be a ton of fun, and we can't wait. And, oh Andrea, where can they I'm find so you? I'm so excited. Uh, you can follow me at AndreaComedy69 on Instagram. The OnlyFans <laughs> will drop. You must be there to witness it. Um, you can listen to my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. It is a bundle of fun. I've had all of these women on, and I they have been some of my favorite episodes. Um, Andrea Comedy on Twitter. I don't know. Venmo Andrea Dash Allen. Definitely her money. Definitely. She will send you news Honestly, before her you're only keeping fans. me alive. It's I amazing. It. Guys, make sure you're also listening to my other podcast, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk. We have a wow. lot of things going on. Uh, you're going to see what's happening probably next week. Big, big things happening. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much for joining us. We adore you. What a treat. Thank you. Actually, and if you want to hear more from me, I do. Middle Child Podcast and No Such Thing as Love Podcast. Yes. Amazing. Yay. Thank you. Oh. Balls. Sauce.